Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Recorded live. Hold on. On the record, I'm Brother Priest. This is Fellowship. Sitting here for Shedrick. Who's all on the line? Shalom, Sister Anisha Travajuda. Shalom, Archangel Travajuda. That's it. Shalom. Shalom, Archangel Travajuda. Shalom, Nisha. So who who somebody called me today? That was I, brother priest. Uh, what's going on, sister? Well, I go to the veteran legal aid tomorrow, so I, I wanted to go in about that, and then the Dropbox wasn't working for me because I can't remember my my password. So I sent it to you via the link you sent me the Dropbox in, the address that is. And then there was a third thing I wanted to talk to you about, which is an attorney thing. And I will. Okay. Well, I can't speak. You hear, Andrew? Yes, did yes, I hear Yes, it did. Can I be heard? I can hear you. Okay. What's on your mind, brother? What's on my mind? Yes. Well, you know what's on my mind? I was, I was listening to um. I was listening to a recording and uh, not recording. I was just listening to some scripts, right? I downloaded this new app and it actually reads the Bible to me. So, like while I'm on my shift and stuff like that, I could take it on in. And um, I was just thinking, like it was Genesis and it talks about Pharaoh receives the whole land of Egypt from Joseph, but except the land of the priests. And this was before the Levites was actually established as a tribe um, after Moses, I need to say. And I just was just like, what happened with that land and who are these priests? And I, that, that was just, I was just literally just taking that in before I got under this car. Um, Bear with me one second. I'm trying to tune. I'm gonna try and make an attempt to tune my concert on into the call as well.
Oh, sorry. Um, I hear it. What's up, your mind? Yes, sir. What's on your mind these days, brother? Well, Pinka, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get that that pain now. I'm trying to, but uh, other than well, ain't nothing really on my mind. I'm just you know, able to be in the situation I am with all the things that's going on with the uh, current events and the madness. You know? Uh. Thank you and people in the nation for uh, for giving us the opportunity to learn. Well, giving me the opportunity in my concert as well as my offspring to learn, you know, and having the opportunity to learn the right way in the proper manner that we learn it. And uh, it's a, uh, it is a tough journey. And and now all the pieces coming together, you know. For I can say for me, because uh, I starting to see when I first started, you know, and I was I was hyped up, amped up, you know, telling everybody looking at me retarded, and I kept going, you know. Now it's a it's a I understand this is a private affair, you know, because you're dealing with governments and you're dealing behind the scenes. And it, it is uh have keep my antennas up and uh I need to get back on my uh prayers. Uh and that that's gonna keep my mind uh during the day functioning how it's supposed to function. As well as uh just learning more and more of the scriptures and, and each day, you know, I'll pray to the most high and, and to the to the Tribe of Aboriginal Nation, to you for leading us on this path because we came in on a different walk, and I was glad that we came in on that route instead of uh, dealing with other organizations. And that's that's really all I had to say. And with that, I yield. Shalom, sir. Yes, yes sir. this is uh. This is Dr. Andrew. Like you mentioned, the uh, concert is also on the line. Um, I would like to also state that uh, just just to kind of comment based off of what I heard uh, Eric speaking upon is that uh, for sure it's not an easy route, you know, and I guess the, the further on and the more we, we continue on to... to um, more we continue on to strive and endure, the more we see what it is that um, our ancestors had to, what they had to go on through. Because the fight is real, but at the end of the day, once they comprehend that they were going to keep the composure, regardless of whatever scenario came about, face that they had. That was a faith that they were willing to die for in the eyes of uh, whomever. And from the mouth 
of whomever they're willing to state those facts. So at the end of the day, I'm now um, seeing more and more that it's important to truly understand what's going on in this book and uh, not see it as face value because when somebody makes mention that they're ready to die for something, if you hear anybody come up to you and say they're ready to die for what it is, that that is their way of life, then as in, uh, whoever is hearing that, they have to really kind of look into that and, 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 and either try to understand that, and if they're not going to try to understand that, then... Um, you know, then, then, then uh, that's for them to figure out now when the time is right, if they figure it out now. But uh, I see that it's very important because the faith, the, the faith, it, it gives you the strength that you need. Um, the faith also allows you to have that strength even if you're not able to see it for your own self. If you're not, that, that faith allows you to be able to stand strong when you don't even have the strength. But at the same time, I now see more and more that one has to always try, one has to always remain um, in the proper mind frame in order to have the most high take over if ever one is falling short, whatever the case may be. Uh, with that idea. I said with that idea. Is Emo on the line? Is there any? Ah, oh, priest, I can't. You're chipping on now. It's kind of hard for you. Oh, dear. I'm going to go off. Oh, Can you all hear me? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Is that Jesse? Yes. Shalom. Shalom, nation. Um, brother, does anybody know anybody that's um, been into the sovereign stuff? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Um, Anisha, what do you know about the sovereign the stuff that the so-called sovereigns do? Um. I know a little bit about a little bit. I don't know everything about everything. I had a friend that um, I actually went to elementary, secondary, and high school with that was on the way to becoming a sheikh of his own temple um, for the Morris Science Temple. I found it really interesting when he told me that 
um, the Moorish Science Temple had an agreement with the Catholic churches where they could hold their temple in their facilities. Um, and, you know, I hope, I don't know what happens after death, but I do hope he's resting in peace because I know that he was going through quite a bit of stuff with his mentors and it seems to be a lot of um, power struggles and competition. Um, And he actually passed away suddenly last year. Um, And I know that he had changed his name. Um, I know that he was unincorporated um, I think unincorporated member, citizen of Moral Science Temple, and um, when I asked him his nationality, he said Moorish American. Um, I know that they do do quite a bit of study, like uh, as far as you know, law is concerned. Um, and what was really interesting is that he showed me his Circle 7, and the Circle 7 was basically the Torah reiterated. And with that, I yield. Well, that's slightly different because that's more science temple, and, you know, that's slightly different because they don't really deal with uh, uh, with sovereignty, but, you know... May he rest in peace. Um, you know, sounds like a good brother. Uh, Agbenard, what do you know about it? What has been your exposure to it? Yeah, Shalom Nation. Shalom, Brother brother Priest. Um, you know, the funny thing is, on my journey and ended up in the nation, prior to getting into the nation, I came across Taj Tariq Bay talking about the straw man and every and why is uh, everything in your name all capital letters? And before that, I came across Johnny Liberty, and the sister and I was dealing with a gentleman in Tennessee. I can't re- remember that guy's name, Mister Yeah, Mister Sovereign, Master Sovereign. He used to send us documents, and um, you know we did a lot of research on it. We were going to a few of the little seminars, and they, the only only thing that we realized what was different was it wasn't applicable to brothers and sisters. And then they didn't really know all the information. I can't think of uh, Winston. Winstrom, is that his name? Winston Strout, yeah. Yeah, he used to do the seminars, and I had all those um, audios on a terabyte somewhere I have in storage. I, I got a lot of that stuff still. I just never. Uh, the smart thing we never did was act upon any of it. So I have a lot of documents. It talked about the A for V process. It talked about um, HJR 192. And um, he, uh, Master Sovereign used to talk about sending documents to the IRS. I think it was the IRS. Yeah, and John and Gene Keating. Gene Keating, yeah. We, yeah, he, yeah. We, uh, the sister telling me in the background. Gene Keating used to talk about... Um, being a part of a nation, and even though I think he was uh, 
Caucasian, he used to claim he was Cherokee. And, I, you know, we used to listen, and there's some guys on uh, different websites, and they passed around a lot of documents. But, you know, the only we never acted upon anything because we knew people were going to jail. And um, I do recall them talking about the UCC-1 and, um, and the areas of agricultural, uh, all these different types of liens that they talked about. But, uh, you know, we we never acted upon it. We just realized after going to a seminar, hey, this don't apply to us because we, we realized the Constitution, it refers to us as three-fifths of a human being, and that's so disrespectful in itself. So just being in the nation and learning how, you know, you taught us about the, the Bible, the Torah, the all the scriptures they apply to us and then the history and the, the government, law, and commerce, learning about your culture and your heritage and your bloodline identity. And when you read that Bible, you know, it's so easy. All the, the history just fall, falls back in place. And um, you realize what our ancestors did at Mount Sinai about uh, being disobedient. And that's why here in 2016, we, we're still disobedient. But for us in the nation, we're like Noah. And uh, we building the ark. Everybody looking at us like we crazy. Boy, these, boy, what's wrong with those people? You know, I get it out here on the West Coast. They just think we crazy. But uh, we just being prepared. And you know, thanks to the what the elders taught you, brother priest, and what you teaching us. We all in here learning how to be men and women. And yeah, it's a process, and ups and downs is a part of the package. And uh, with that, uh, yeah. You said a, a few key things. Um, I'm I wanted to speak about this as we open first, just to let people crawl in, because you know, some people don't come in um, right on at, at the top of the hour. But um, before we leave, I want to speak on something that myself and Minister Commerce talked about, which is um, I'll get to that. But key th- three key things I heard you say: Gene Keating, Winston Shroud, three fifths of a man. A human being. All right. Gene Keating, I've never seen him, but one of his brothers, well, how I know about Gene Keating is you will hear me talk sometimes about my friend Madudi in Detroit. Um, Madudi is a brother that was with Dr. York, and he was a good friend of mine, and it didn't matter to me. You know, I don't I don't have hang-ups like, oh, this guy's with Dr. York. I don't have those kind of hang-ups. People do what they want to do. I'm cool with them. I don't have to discuss any of that with them. Just leave that Dr. York stuff away from me. That's just how I roll. But anyway, he um he introduced me to Gene Keating. And uh, Madudi is the one, one of my friends that actually discharged debt over a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt, and he. I've learned a lot from Madudi. So he introduces me to Gene Keating, and come to find out, I think it was. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was Gene Keating was locked up in prison with one of the members of this nation's 
relative. So there's somebody in this nation who I'm not going to say who they are because that's their personal business, but their relative is in prison or was at the time and was in prison with Gene Keating and found out that Gene Keating has a brother who was a, I think, a retired judge. Winston Shrout, who most people say is the top guy, openly told everybody in one of those so-called sovereign um, seminars that he knows mind control, that he's used it on all the people in the audience, and that all the stuff that he's saying is a bunch of lies. He openly said this to them, to the whole pe- to to flocks and flocks of people. And people still listen to this man and follow the stuff that he says, and I'm telling you the stuff. He, he tells you that it's a bunch of lies. But this stuff is fraud that using um, bonded promissory notes, sending stuff to the Treasury Department to open up a Treasury account to discharge debt, fraud, 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 and I can prove it. And if you know your brother, I don't open my mouth unless I know what I'm talking about and got the evidence. The three-fifths of a human being, one of the things that they were talking about that I don't think I've ever said this publicly or on record, but they were talking about what you call a, what you call a quorum for a corporation. Believe it or not, they actually were not talking about us being subhuman. They were talking about our relationship as far as a population being three-fifths of the corporation. How do I find this out? I looked, I was studying uh, the formation of corporations, and I ran across it. And I said, oh, my God. Another thing about that, one of the reasons they were talking about that is because Negroes in particular are listed as uh, informal members of the corporation. So so, uh, we don't have um, enough of the population. There's not enough of us of this population to be, uh, we're not even three-fifths of the population. There's only At that time, there was only like 20 million of us out of over 200 million that were occupying this uh, country. But I want to say, I'm bringing this up because, um, hold on. Gav, is Gavin on the line? Yes, sir. I'm here. Do, do you mind if I speak on what we talked about? Um, that guy. I don't have, I... Yeah, I, I don't have any problem. We would just, yeah, no problem. All right. Well, Gavin asked me a few days ago um, about this guy who 
said he could discharge debt and all this, right? He said he got himself out of prison. He said he discharged debt, that he was a paralegal, and all these different claims. So Gavin wanted to know, he asked me if I would speak to the man and, you know, see if this guy was legitimate or not. So I got on the phone with him, asked him a few questions, but the first question that I asked him was, he said he was a paralegal. Where do you get your credentials um, as a paralegal? Did you, have you worked for a law firm? Sister Adriana, are you on the line? Is Sister Adriana on the line? Okay, she's a paralegal, so she would know. She's worked for a law firm. Anyway, um, so I asked him that, and he was, his, the first thing out of his mouth was, I have a judge, I'm paraphrasing, I have a judge stating for on the record, and I'm the top pro se that he's ever seen, pro se litigant. I asked him again, have you worked for a law firm? Where did you get your paralegal credentials? Why would I need paralegal credentials? What does that matter when I got a judge stating I'm the top pro se? You said you were paralegal. And I know in order to be a paralegal, you have to have some type of credentials. One, you had to take a correspondence course go to a, a university, a college, a community college, or something. I didn't say this part to him. But I know that you have to do that in order to be a paralegal. His response was, a couple of weeks ago, I um, joined the New York Paralegal Association. Gavin, if I'm mistaken, I don't recall him telling us what his educational background was pertaining to a paralegal. Did I miss that? No, he didn't, sir. Okay. So, strike one. He is in school. Okay, he might be in school, but when I asked him, couldn't answer the question directly. Strike one in my mind. Strike here's number two. Strike two. How do you discharge debt? I'm a secured party. This is his answer. I'm a secured party. If you understand that the United States is a, a corporation. If you don't, it's such and such title what title twenty eight, yeah. Title twenty eight but then he had to go further because when I said it, he just wanted to, like, try to up me. And then he goes into subsection, such and such, such. Yeah, it says a federal corporation. Got it. So how do you discharge debt? Ask him again. Well, the United States has a thing called HJR-192. Strike two. I automatically know 
that these are two major strikes in my book. I've been around this since I was 23 years old, and I'm 46 years old today. I've been around this for 23 years, back in the early 90s. I've been hearing this same rhetoric over and over and over and over, of people claiming to be sovereign, claiming to discharge debt, and all of that. Here's what they don't tell you. Who started all of that stuff is a guy named Roger Elvick who's in prison, who wrote this crack in the cold book and came up with this theory that you can put a lien on the straw man, capture the straw man, open up a treasury account using a certified mail number or a registered mail number, and then discharge debt. I'm telling you all, you better leave these people alone. It is 1,000% fraud. Anybody, anybody that's making these claims, anybody else? Yeah, it's a long. Um, no, you know what? I never met anybody, uh, but I heard like some individuals. Um, I spoke with a, I spoke with a one individual, matter of fact. His name is Kazadak Shah Bey, and um, he was saying the exact same thing. Well, I know exactly who you're talking about, too, Brother Andrews. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he he identifies himself as like I first knew of him as being an Israelite. I'm not, and um, he still identifies himself as such. And uh, he's just he was going into the details about how to become a secured party creditor and what does it do. Brother, um, they tell you in Israel. Yes, Shalama. Yeah, and uh, I haven't heard him say that that's what you do, but he was making mention of such. Are you? You talking martial arts guy? That's correct. I had a conversation with him once. I know exactly who you're talking about. Doesn't matter who that. One moment, please. I'm saying to you, anybody making those claims, it is 1,000% fraud. Now, I happen to know that guy that you're talking about got his stuff from Ty Tariq Bay. Now, all of these people got that stuff from cracking the code originally done by Roger Elvitt well, Roger Elvitt came up with the theory of putting a lien on the straw man, and I'm telling you, he, he I don't know if he's still in prison, but he was in prison. Probably is still in prison. That stuff is fraud. Here's the other thing. Ask any of them that make these claims that they can discharge debt 
to show you the law that allows them to discharge the debt. Not a resolution, because a resolution is not a law. A resolution is basically a conversation that is recorded in Congress. And they're trying to... Yes. Excuse me, brother. Uh, my, My apologies on the interruption. So, obviously, you're saying that to use the revolution, you must you must quote the uh, public law, right? You can't use the resolution. You must know the I law. Think. You can the law. Yeah, you have to use the public law, correct? Correct. So when stating the resolution, or I guess when citing the public law, do you need to state the resolution in brackets? No. No? No. Okay. Okay. It's not a law. It's a, it's a conversation that goes that went on in Congress of them trying to resolve an issue, resolve a problem, and they were talking about it, and they they denoted, okay, here's the resolution that we finally came to. Now they have to vote on it and, um, I mean, uh, approve it and take it into law. So it's just a, it's a footnote. <laughs> it's a footnote. Then on top of it, the law is already written into society and is not hidden from the people. So it is, it's got nothing to do with whether you have some secret, some secret sovereign knowledge and you are some secure party creditor. Plus, none of them are secure party creditors. I've been in this so long. I've seen so many people. If you all could really understand, me being from Detroit, since 2003, I was surrounded by these so-called sovereigns every damn where. Everywhere. I mean, it was just ridiculous. All of them, it was people. I, I When I first really got in, uh, amongst these people, I didn't investigate it, and I had a lady do some um, paperwork for me, and her brother was a rabbi with Ben Ami, and so I really latched on to him. And we had a good relationship. I mean, I really, I really, I love that man to this day. Good, good man. Good brother. He was like 20 plus my elder. So he was like in his 50s. I was in my early 30s. But that's when I first um, did paperwork, but I never filed it. Because I wanted to read it and comprehend it before I did anything. I'm telling you. You do not want to deal with these people making those claims. Hey, Brother Priest. Point of, point of information. Yeah. You're, you're 100% exactly right because it tells you in the same UCC, I believe it's 9-311, that filing of a financial statement is not even required to perfect the security interest. So it's, it's telling you that the whole 
secured party thing is a fraud right then in there if you can read it, but seems like a lot of people just don't even read it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but but it's like, look, you're exactly right, brother, but it's like, look, what what is a secured party? Because if you don't know that, I'm watching, go ahead. If you don't know that, let me just explain. A secured party is anybody that has a security agreement with another party. Now, how in the hell are you a secured party and you claim to have an agreement with your straw man and you can't make a decision for the straw man the straw man doesn't sit down at the table with you because it doesn't breathe, think, it doesn't exist in real life. It's not a... Whoa. Whoa. It doesn't exist. So, so you're t- saying the contract is void at Michio. I mean, the, the whole thought of a contract, it could never have existed. There could never have been a contract. Hell no. <laughs> and and you want to know who really taught me this? God honest truth, who taught me that one thing? The UCC office. They taught me that. They, they wrote, We I went up there one time, and they had, a, um when you go up to the office, it's um, usually at your state capital city. There's like a, at the Secretary of State office. So I went up there one time, and there was a a document that was saying it it was right, it was taped onto the desk. Now I am a reader; I read. I read it, and it plainly stated, "You cannot make a contract with an entity that is considered to be you or." something that you're operating through that name as 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 whatever type of uh doing business as party. So then that wasn't enough. I went to the um what do you call that? I forget what you call it, but you go I went to where you it, it's in the city county building where you do um do uh what do you call that? Do doing business DBAs, doing business as and I tried to copyright it. I tried to copyright the straw man. I tried to contract with it, remove it. I tried to do anything imaginable. And those people at the city county building and everybody explained to me the law. Now, once they explained to me the law, I had to reason with it and think about it. And I said, wait a minute. I don't have control over the account that goes with this straw man. That's number one. Number two, I'm not sitting down and having that straw man sign a signature and I'm signing a signature. It's me signing both signatures. There's nobody else over there. So how in the world is that legitimate? So as I kept progressing, they had – court cases of everybody trying that taped in the UCC office. They had judges 
an attorney's opinion. They they the UCC office. I got so familiar with them. They started sending me this stuff in the mail because they knew I understood it. UCC is mostly used for real estate, also. That stuff is fraud. Next, they claim to capture the straw man by putting a lien on. It. So. They'll have you do a $10 billion lien, allegedly, right? At the same time telling you that the straw man has unlimited credit. So I said, I raised the argument, if they control the straw man and it has unlimited credit and you put a $10 billion lien on it, all they'd have to do because they control it is put a one dollar lien on it, and it's ten billion dollars, ten billion and one dollar. And now they got you back trapped again. It's that simple. And if you can't think like this, you why would you even claim to be doing this stuff? Anybody else heard anything about these so-called sovereigns that you all can throw out there? For the information, this is yes, Archie Manuel. So, yes, sir. Can you? So, there's no possible way to. And I'm just thinking about, um, you know, our documents and you know setting up um, a document from the Aboriginal title and also signing for a document of, of a true name, which is a testament utility or um, pretty much a, a public entity, which would be a you know, a public person or a corporation, correct? What is this public person or corporation? I'm talking about our our our, our true name that we're no. using in the public. It's not a corporation. Okay. So so let me ask this question. Can a private can a private person um negotiate with a corporation? It's pretty much the straw man is a corporation. A person, can, right? Can a private? When you say a private person, do you mean flesh and blood, living soul? Yeah, flesh and blood, living soul. Someone in a private. Yes, you can contract with any corporation. Right. Not so, the corporation. Uh, it's supposed to be you. Well, but if you but if you have a, a different title, meaning a different a different a different name, then no. um. Okay. No, look, so what, look. Okay, who set up the corporation, straw man? Somebody set it up. Right. Not you. Right. You just share the name. You operate right. through it. So they would have to sit down and sign that document with you. Right. Now, let me ask this question. Where does a birth, um, birth certificate play a role? Or could it play a role? I guess is the question. I mean, well, it's the bond certificate, so, I mean, you know, it does play a role, but really, in this sense, I I don't want to talk about that because I would have to go into different degrees in the lessons, and I don't want to... Okay, I'll leave it it alone. Yeah, so anyway, my point is, leave that stuff alone, y'all. 
Get the hell away from these people that's talking that because it's fraud. You don't believe me, go ahead and try it. And when you get injured, it's all on you. It's all on you. I've seen too many people hurt by these claims. I've been around it. Oh, and You know what? Bernard mentioned Johnny Liberty. Johnny Liberty was one of the first sovereigns that I, so-called sovereigns I learned from when I was like 22, 23 years old. And he never talked all this stuff, but, you know, my point is, Anything else that they can throw out pertaining to this stuff? I got a question. I got a question, brother. This is brother Nathaniel. So, yeah. do you have a claim of interest in your labor? Because that's what's back in the bond, isn't it? Your labor, correct? I don't know. Yes, you do. Okay, so how do you place that claim on your labor? You don't have to. It's already. I I can't I can't go into that, man. That that's something that we got to talk. Okay, well, we need, I need to because I need to have that conversation with you, brother. It's been a five years coming. I need to have that whenever you're ready. I appreciate nah, that's, it, brother. That's not how it works. It's in your hands. It's in your wallet right now. It's already there. You saying the labor is already in your in your wallet, so you're a possessor and. You're a possessor, according to uh, UCC? Forget all of that, man. Don't, okay. talk, don't talk law. Okay. Listen to me. They bond you at birth, right? With a birth certificate, right? Right. You bond them when you turn 16. So all the money that they owe you, you have possessorship, the possessor, you're the possessor of the negotiable instrument that proves that they owe you. You have it on you. <laughs> it's, it's not, listen. Okay. Man, uh, no. I, I follow you. So you're saying that because there's, um, there, what is there, four or five different ways you can be a, uh, uh, kind of like a holder in due course. Maybe I'm using the wrong language. But you're saying that uh, a possessor... Uh, do, you, do you follow me? Am I making sense or no? There's only one way you can be holder in due course. You have physical possession of a negotiable instrument or whatever property there is. I'm telling you, you have physical possession of it. Okay. Um, may I ask a question? Hold on, may sister. I... Go ahead. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead, brother. Nathaniel, you you were saying something else? Go ahead, sister. Um, the negotiable instrument that we have possession of. Is that our birth certificate? No, I'm not gonna go into that, sister. Let's let's okay. leave that alone. <laughs> For that information. Yes, sir. 
I'm, I'm going to take us off the topic. Uh, so here, I got a question. When is it a necessary time? Let's say a brother has or a sister has caused some type of injury to you, uh, and you try to communicate with them in a private, when can you bring them to the public square for the body to um, deal with the situation? And we're talking about in nation, within the nation. At any time that you got evidence that you've tried, this goes for, this is not just the nation. You have to have evidence of the injury. What kind of injury is it, by the way? Um, like a financial injury. You have to have evidence. Wait a minute. Financial injury dealing with the nation? Cause I'm saying, yeah, I'm just, I'm, um, I'm, I'm bringing up a scenario. I'm just trying to figure out how, how to proceed with that. If that was, how will we proceed with that? Are you the actual situation? Because this is why I'm asking. Let me explain. If it's figurative or, you know, you're just trying to get an idea, I can answer that. But if you're saying it's actually happened, that wouldn't make any sense to me because I can't see. There's nothing that would transpire between any two individuals in this nation. And let's you're breaking up. Hello, 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 hello. Alex, um, I, I freeze. We're not able oh. to hear you. You're tipping out. Oh, hold on. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on a moment. Hey, Priest, you know, you know that, uh, you know everything they're out here teaching right now, they're breaking up little pieces and parts of what you've been teaching us the last five years, right? Oh. You see the difficulty in that? again. I said, you know everything that all these different people are teaching out here right, right now. That's causing this confusion on Babylon, right? It's 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 fragments and pieces of what you've been teaching us for the last five years. Me and my brother, at least, and everybody else who's been here that long. So it's like, do you see the confusion? Where it collide at? Confusion. Hello? Confusion with what? I hear you, brother, now. <laughs> well, let me hear, because I think I just cut somebody else off. My apologies, whoever I cut off. I'll get I'm just making a statement. My apologies. Hold on. I'm just going to get to a place where my signal is strong. Hold on. Can anybody hear me? Can anybody hear me? Yeah. Loud and clear. Okay. I'm trying to get to a place where my signal is strong. So just hold tight, please. Okay. 
I'm okay. Can you all hear me clear now? Yes, sir. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, yes sir. I can hear you. Yes. Okay, let's go back to Bart. Uh, excuse me. Um, Mr. Commerce. Yes, sir. You said, well, I'm going to deal with the actual facts. If somebody actually injured you, it would have to be commercially, financially, it would have to be in relationship to something that has to do with the nation. If that's true, at any time, you can ask for a hearing, and what we do is call the tribunal or the the people that have been in the the nation the longest, have an overseeing uh, officer, somebody that's competent enough to do a hearing, preferably not me, but if I have to, I would. And you got to have the evidence and um, to improve the injury. Did you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I heard you. Appreciate it. Okay. One moment, please. I'm really lost here. Okay, I'm I'm having some problems here, but anyway. Uh did somebody else say something? They had something they wanted to ask about that? Anything relate in relationship? Only so much I'm going to say here. But I'm just keeping the floor open. Um, Brother uh, Andrew, are you there? Shalom. You said you know people that have have done dealt with this stuff um uh, through the one guy uh Tazadak Ya whatever. Right? I, I don't know him I don't know him personally but I've I've had a uh uh one conversation with him. I watched some of his videos and I find him entertaining. Um and I and I I also I was also listening to another individual, uh, but he's out in um, uh, what's that place called? Australia. He's a Caucasian by the name of Franco Carlos. Um, he has an association called One Heaven. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's still active though, or his his association is still active. But he was essentially making mention of he basically goes into the historical background. Um 
with, with the law stemming back like in the it, 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 it's he's a little bit yeah when he goes into like the Moors but he doesn't really call them Moors he calls them myth he says the Moors they were under the faith of Mithraism and and I I've made some attempts to to reach on out to him and ask some questions and when I do it's like I get a runaround um, he would direct me to somebody else that would give me a hand and then which is supposed to be an association out here in Canada. I guess like a branch of and then they would never they would not reply back because I don't know. Whatever case it be. So Yeah, he had some recordings on Talk Show. I found um I found him on Talk Show. It was actually Ark Xavier. He told me about him and I was like, Okay, doesn't have to check him out. No. I, I know that Australia and, and Canada they're not that much different. And um, at that moment in time, I was thinking about adding on over there because I know the economy would be kind of booming in certain in certain areas. But um, in Canada, we have some. Oh, yeah, we got. Uh, there was another Polite. He came to Canada and he was talking some stuff. And yeah, what, what you guys have the UCC, we got the the PPSA, and he was telling everybody over here to issue that. And um, Kuja uh, was there, too. And and, uh, and that's, I don't, that's all I really know as far as in, as in people speaking on sovereign at the moment in time. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, man. When we came out with this nation, we since the beginning since the beginning when it was just me and the two other brothers that signed the document, which was Kiamu and um Jackin, uh, since day one it's been shooting down all sovereign claims. We have been 100% speaking against that stuff. I have personally, because I've seen too many people injured, I did the, uh, my due diligence and did the studies of every time they came up with a new claim. I haven't ever told you all this. This is what happened in Detroit. Once I was like, I was on the streets, I was downtown, and I was preaching law all the time. So it got to a point where a lot of people didn't know my name, but they knew my face and they recognized me. So sooner or later, the whole conscious community in Detroit would one by one come to my house and throw some in at me and ask me to problem solve it or was this real or fake or whatever. This, I'm, I'm telling you all, when I look back on this, I can't believe that I actually lived this. but it would be this group over here, this group over there, all these people coming and throwing this stuff to me. So one day, this guy, Tony King, uh, Pastor Tony King, was going around, and uh, this little Negro, Christian Negro, telling everybody that you can tap into your DTC account and that you had to have uh, 10 Social Security cards and 
um, for each car, you're going to get a certain amount of millions of dollars. And I've done, he's claiming he did it. And um, he started off doing seminars where he was charging $50 to get in. Well, no, he started doing 10 and $20 to get in. Then he started doing 50 to get in. Then he went up to 300 to get in. And then he went up to 3,000 to get in his seminars. Okay. I never went to any of his seminars. Maduti brought his so-called DTC process to me. He said, Brother Priest, I want you to check this out because this is how we're going to get some money. Now, look, anybody that's coming promising you a bunch of money, automatically just know the way that they present it to you is probably fraud. I don't care what walk of life they're coming from. So immediately, why do I say that? Because that's in the scriptures, by the way. Beware of strangers bearing gifts. You just got to know how to look at it. So now, look. I say, look, explain it to me. He said, well, what you got to do is you got to get your Social Security cards. You got to get 10 of them. I said, stop right there. It's a fraud. He's like, I haven't even explained it to you. I said, Maduti, do you know what happens when you try to get another Social Security number? I mean, another security card? He said, "Uh, no. I said, have you ever done it? No. I said, well, I have. Guess what they do? They cancel the the one that you had before. They burn it, tear it up, and delete the account number and transfer all that information to the new one. So if you claim that you have to get 10 of them, understand the only one that's going to exist is the last one. All the nine before them, are going to all be deleted, and everything's going to be transferred to the last account. So you, him claiming to, uh, and wait, wait, by the way, you have to give them a reason for getting a new a card. They ask you, under the pains and penalties of perjury, why are you getting a new card? So you're telling me, you're going to tell them the dog ate it the first time. You're going to lie nine different times. You're going to lie. And you think that that's a remedy. I said, my duty sure is I'm priest. That is a fraud. Came back about two years later, and then everybody figured out that it was a fraud. Anybody heard of Tony King, by the way? I was just about to ask you, brother. So you're saying Pastor Tony King was a fraud? No, the whole thing was a fraud. That's not how this system. Oh. That's not how this stuff works. None of that stuff is real. None of it. Right. None of it's a, it's it's an idol god that they invented to get you to worship mammon. They want you to worship mammon, and the people bite on it every time. The real solution is self-government, pooling your resources. Then changing how you deal with your contracts. Well, you should change your contract first and pull your resources and apply these scriptures. How many of you are putting away 10% of your, your income? Seriously. How many of you are keeping a Sabbath where you don't spend money for 24 hours? Those two things will change your life economically, just those two things alone. So all this stuff they're talking about, man, if you live like a Hebrew, 
you're you're going to continue to grow economically. But because of all this fantasy worship, idol god worship, all this garbage in our minds, we want to get rich quick. We want to get rich quick scheme. We are easily accessible. Anybody coming around us talking about, hey, come over here, I'll help you make millions of dollars. It's like, look, the things in this society that help you get rich economically, number one, get your own business and work hard. You will be eventually, it may take you two, three, five, ten years, damn it, eventually your business will be successful enough where you have a lot of money. Number two, in proper investing, you have to invest your money in things that will bring back large returns. Real estate is one thing that brings back large returns, and it's a legitimate investment strategy. Three, stocks and bonds. You can invest in stocks and bonds and make money. Okay? You can do it. But the point is, all this other garbage is irrelevant, man. Look, we pool our resources. You have a business. We as a nation support your business and drive traffic to your business. The more clients you get, the more money you're going to make. The more people that know that your business is there, the more people that are going to participate in your services. If nobody but your local neighborhood knows, you're going to be living check to check to check to check. Now, we got a brother, Mr. Commerce, who has a successful business, and one of the things he, that he told me a couple of years ago that I'll never forget, he told me about Angie's List. I had never heard of Angie's List. He introduced that to me. And at that time, well, actually, I did hear of it. Forgive me. I didn't know what it was. He explained it to me, and he was using it. And at that particular time, I think that I'll let him speak on it, but I think that it was helpful because it would get you in front of a number of people and draw tra- drive traffic to your business. But then when I started looking into it, I'm like, this is not how it used to be when he first told me what it was. It's totally different now, so I think it's changed. But my, what I'm trying to tell you, if you have a business, a product, if you Watch this. Do a Super Bowl commercial for your business. Sister Nisha has a business. If she had a Super Bowl commercial, do you know how much, how much, uh, how many clients she would get from that? Why am I saying that? Because you got to understand the only thing stopping you from your own success is you, your greed, your hatred your selfishness, your arrogance, your inability to love and get along with your own people. That's what's stopping you. Uh, Brother Minister, can you tell us about that um, Angie's List thing? Can anybody hear me? Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. You there, brother? Okay, well, anyway, 
listen, the sovereign stuff is lies, man. It's an idol God. You've been hearing me preach on it from day one, telling you it's sovereign mythology. It, that, that's exactly what it is. And most of this stuff is just rehashed old sovereign tricks, and they give it new names. That's all it is. So now they got some letter that's going around that you can cancel all your contracts and do all that. It's a lie, man. Before it was called the executrix letter. Now they changed the name and call it something else. It's a lie. You want to know what they were doing? They were sending it to the uh, the United States postmaster, talking about you can get out of your uh, your citizenship by sending something to the United States postmaster. This is sickness, man. Then none of them can tell you where how to access the public laws of discharge. They can't tell you. When the resolution was converted into a public law, why is it called public law? It's because it's available to the public and it is not hidden. It's not hidden. It's not a secret. But they're going to sell you on that and tell you it's a secret. Can anybody hear me? You all hear me? Yes, sir. See, okay, thank you. See, you all get, listen, this stuff gets me fired up. I hate it with a perfect hate according to the Lord. I despise it. It has destroyed everybody that I've ever seen touch it. It has destroyed family members and in-laws of mine that have touched that stuff. And then I got to come play cleanup, man, because it's, it's a bunch of lies. The, the little truth you may find find in it is on the public records in the law books. You don't have to figure out UCCs. You don't have to read all the UCC codes to, to understand that. But you do need to learn that stuff. UCC codes and all that. That's why we teach it in the nation, because you have to learn how to contract in this ancient Hebrew code. And actually, all the UCCs are in the scriptures. Believe it or not, you read the 613. You're reading contractual uh, law of conduct, of commerce, everything. Anyway, is email on the line? Is there anybody that can see who's on the line? Because I cannot. I'm not at the computer. Shalom. This is Andrew. I just wanted to make mention, Scott made mention this before. Akramia was um, telling me he's not going to make it on the line. Uh, he, he was, yeah, he, he's attending to his child, child mother and stuff like that. Okay, no problem. But is there anybody that can see who's on the line right now? Is anybody logged into a computer? Well, I spoke with our brother, Mr. Commerce, and we talked about asking um, everyone about things that they 
think that they would like to sell through the nation? Products that you think that you would feel confident and strong in selling. Um, we're still working on those fire sticks uh, between myself and Lynn, so that's underway. Also, um, we I've been getting some DVDs ready to start sending out, but um, I really I got a, a significant number of them ready uh, now, so I'm gonna probably start shipping like tomorrow or yeah, probably tomorrow. Anyway, um, Jesse, are you there? Yes, sir. Shalom, brother. Shalom. Shalom. I see here. I see here. Uh, any, is there anything you think, any type of products you think you would feel confident and comfortable in selling through through the nation? Um, With the nation is a better way to say it. I can't think of anything at this moment, but um, I will think about it. Thank you, sir. Anybody on the line that has any idea of any type of product, they will feel confident. You as an individual, I'm speaking specifically uh, about you. Shalom, this is uh, Andrew. Health, health, health wise. Yeah, anything to do with the health. So, you mean like herbs or like that? Herbs, natural remedies, yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Okay, um, anybody else with with that, like selling herbs or anything like that. I'm talking about our own herbs. Okay. Think of anything they were confident in. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was on mute. No, I was thinking about my daughter because she crochets a lot, but I have to see her more recent work and see if, like, how her mittens coming along and scars and her hats and stuff like that. So um, I definitely would like to maybe meditate on it a little bit more, and I will. Okay. Um, I want to make this announcement, everybody on the line. I am here um, standing in for our brother, Minister Shedrick. And it is because he is graduating this weekend from the university and I'm very proud of him. Listen, you can talk all you want. This is the beast and all that. Yeah, they are the beast. This man 
has committed himself to a study and he has completed it. And everything that they teach in these universities and schools is not all bad. A lot of it is useful. It's just they don't teach us how to think properly, but, you know, once you can get your mind straightened out, then you can learn a lot for these people. We should be proud of him, and we should congratulate him and give him our love and support, particularly for a brother. Why? Because not very many brothers will stick to a curriculum and see it all. Unfortunately, that is our reality. Sisters graduate at a much higher percentage. I don't know what the percentages are, but Negro men frequently drop out. They even drop out of this nation. They drop out. They lack loyalty, responsibility, and commitment. So we should be proud of our brother achieved um, goal. I want to say this also about Ock Andrew. He did the same. Andrew, you there? Yes, I am. Remember, you told me about the um, mechanical thing that you did with the mechanic. No, you're gonna have to refresh that memory, brother. <laughs> the class you took on campus. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I, 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 yeah. I remember about that. That was on uh, International Academy. But yeah, it's it's like a online course, it's online schooling, and they offer many different courses, many different areas. Okay. The course, I took the mechanic course, and I got the advertisement through Groupon. Okay. Okay. A lot of people keep talking about it. I still haven't looked at it. But my point is, when a man, particularly brothers, listen. Look around you. Anybody, that, any Negro man that graduates anything, you should applaud them. Chances are they will make good uh, consorts. Because if a man can't stick to his own studies, he definitely can't stand by a woman. definitely can. If he can't handle being educated, he definitely can't handle a sister who's going to school you every day of your life. (laughs) You better know how to deal with her. You better know how to deal with her. Anything anybody wants to speak on? Is there anybody on the line? I got a I got a question, brother. Yes, sir. What's going on? How you How you been doing, man? Been waiting on that phone call from you, brother. You know what? Um, I I I really just talked to the sister yesterday. Okay. 
and there's nothing uh, really up yet that needs to be addressed. Okay. So well, my question is this. Can, can, that, can that note be converted into credit? They already are. Oh, my God. They already are? Yeah, credit is is a debt note. And a debt in note America. is a credit. Yeah, in America. But just think about it. Simplify it. Salam, uh, Andrew. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah, well, um, I, hold on. Oh. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going here. Hold on. You there, brother? Brother I'm, I'm going to qualify it. I'll call you. I'm going to go in tonight. <laughs> okay. I don't know, brother. It just seems like... Um, all the information ultimately leads to your understanding or your ability to uh, use negotiable instruments. And I don't know if I may be understating. Mute your phone. Mute your phone. Man, listen, I'm on the boat. I'm on the bus with the heat. Go ahead, brother. Brother, we need to. Um, there's something we need to discuss with also um, that I, I want to work with you to get some solutions. Okay. Uh, for something that you were telling me about, and there's immediate solution that you can apply tomorrow. And, okay, um, thank you. I'll call you tomorrow then. Yes, sir. Mark Andrew. Uh, yes, I had a question. My question is, uh, um, for uh, trying to figure out how to properly word my question, can can the president uh, can the the president of the United States and I guess you can say the head of Congress both appear um, and have. Can they raise? Uh, can they both appear at, like, let's say, the United Nations and make a make a uh, 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 like? Would, is that is it ever possible for them both to appear and ha- um, at United Nations and have a dispute against each other? I'm asking this question because I'm trying to relate this into like Canada government. I know we got Parliament, and then we got the House of Commons, which is in Parliament. Okay. President, can they dispute one another at the United Nations? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, the president, the vice president of the United States is the president of Congress. So he's the leader of Congress. 
Okay. Um, so, was the vice president the head of Congress um, before 1789? Uh, before 1789. I doubt it. Because before then, it was articles of a... What was it? Articles of Confederation. So it was not the same structure. So I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Can they they presently argue at the United uh, Nations? They They can disagree. They can... They can disagree, but if you're talking about something that's like a formal thing, yes, but only if it's a formal charge or allegation, only if it's a formal allegation. Otherwise, they're not going to come out in the public and ever appear to be disunified. They're not going to do that. It has to be something formal. It has to be a charge or something like that. Shalom. Uh, this is Sister I'm about to get on the train. I just wanted to let you know that I was uh, hanging up and hopefully I'll get to talk to you later. If not, I'll uh, handle my business and um, let you know if I need any other advice. Um, Good night, everybody. Shalom. I'll call you in the morning, sister. Yes. Be safe, sister. Shalom. Anything anybody else wants to speak on? Shalom. Oh, hold one moment. Did that answer that, Andrew? Yes, he did. I appreciate it. Just here. Go right ahead. I wanted to know if you got a chance to watch the video that um, I spoke to you about. No, sir. That was a long Yeah. It it took me about three days to watch it. Yeah, well, I had to take... I had to have an off day, so you know, it had to be like on Sunday because I can't do, I can't, I can't watch anything, brother. I'm um, sun up to sundown. Every hour that I'm awake, I'm working. Um, I want to tell you that um, what? Go ahead, brother. I want to tell you that um. I think like we're going to a video. Hello? I'm listening. Two hours into the video, um, I forgot who the man was, but um, he bought shares uh, of the, the United... Sorry, the Bank of England. He bought shares of the Bank of England with a stick because at that time, I think it was King Henry, um, his currency was using sticks. So he would put notches in the sticks, and then he would cut it in half so um, he can keep a record of one. And so I just wanted to, um, once I I saw that, it just put a light inside my mind of how the currency really works. Because you always use the example of um, trading sticks for rocks. So this really did happen. (laughs) 
That is funny, man. Yeah, it happened to the Native Americans, too. <laughs> they gave up land for some sticks. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Anybody else? Anything you want to speak on? Everybody's silent, man. Shalom. Is there any more? Go ahead, brother. Sorry. Uh, Shalom. Uh, I was just uh, after you. Uh, I want to ask you because I've seen a lot. They keep pushing this transgender thing, and they're trying to uh, uh, push the transgender law where they uh, take away the with, with the Bible and all that. So you know they can push the transgender issue. What do you think about that? Holy smoke. Well, you know what? That's not, it's really not kind of new for those, for those people. They've been doing that even when they went into Egypt, when the Greeks went into Egypt and they were, um, they had an epidemic of hermaphrodites and um, they were trying to, same thing in their society. They were always trying to make it okay for those type of beings. But it seems to me that's just them doing what they normally do. <laughs> you know, they're going to have to throw away the Bible so that people don't feel guilty about it. Um, they can't separate the Bible from, they really can't separate it from this country because it's part of the court system. Now, they don't have to rule according to it, but. I'd have to know a little bit more to comment anymore, but yeah, man, I know they've had an epidemic of um, that. And you know how they used to uh, dress up the boy, the little boys as girls. They still do that. Uh, certain European nations still do that in um, parts of India and all over Europe, actually. They'll take a little boy and dress them up as little girls, and then they'll turn them into prostitutes. And, well, they don't call them prostitutes, but they, they're usually, uh, I forget the term, but they're, they're love, uh, sex slaves, uh, lovers. And it's acceptable to them now. <laughs> if you look that up, you'll see that, brother. Anybody else? Anything you want to talk about? Yes, sir. Anybody else? You there, Brother Jesse here? I wanted to know, is there any new updates on the presidential election with the recount? Uh, yeah, he won Michigan. Um, he, he actually officially won Michigan through the recount. But um, I did a, a podcast yesterday on what they're doing now. It's about to get ugly because um, this Republican elector is pulling his uh, his count. He's pulling his votes. And he's trying to get others to pull their vote. They're about to try to switch the candidates. They're going to try and remove Trump and put some other Republican candidates in the presidency. 
they're actually trying to do this. Now, the, the crazy thing is they're telling you that your votes don't count or that the people who do vote, they're telling them in their face, your votes don't count. Anytime they can tell you they're going to pull another a candidate that wasn't even elected as the nominee for the Republican Party and put him in the presidency instead of Trump. They're seriously trying to do this. That ought to tell you, man, that the American people are dumb. They don't even realize that. And they're pissed off. Have you all seen they've been everywhere that Trump has a building, they're picketing. Everywhere. December 19th is when they decide when the electors cast their ballot. So if Trump gets pulled out of there and he doesn't make it to the presidency, it's a great chance he won't. It's a great chance. Because the Republicans, first of all, you know the Republicans didn't like him to begin with. But, um, hey, we'll see. Anybody else? So, quick question: As a nation, how does the foreign record is um, Emmanuel? For as a nation, how does the United States politics affect us and um, our progress? Well, it has no effect on our progress except for it may slow people's um, understanding down. And I say that because when it gets economically tough for people then, you know, you got to focus on your immediate life. But other than that, it's really nothing to be concerned about. Because to be very honest with you, brother, if everybody paid their dues and we just kept that steady, we got stuff set up right now that is going to harvest. It just takes time and you got to be patient, but it's going to harvest. And there's nothing for us to worry about. We get there faster if people if people will be upfront and honest and right about their dues instead of lying and all that kind of stuff. But if you legitimately can't do it, that's one thing. We would get there a whole lot faster. But, you know, we gotta deal with our spiritual issues. Our greed and all of that. All this hatred and jealousy and envy. No matter what the United States does, we're gonna be all right. We can go anywhere on this earth and be respected. You gotta understand that. We can go anywhere and be respected. But you gotta have unity. You gotta have organization. And anybody will they will like like say if we had the fleetest land. We could take the whole body of us and go to anybody and ask for a political asylum. And they could grant it to us. What that does in commerce is it's called, um, oh, shoot, I forget the terminology. You can transfer your tax freedom to any uh, anybody's economic system. So we could go somewhere else and do the same thing. You can transfer your political status anywhere on the earth except for those that are not civilized, of course, you know, but any functional place, 
Iceland, Greenland, Australia, wherever. We can do it. We'll be okay. We just got to stick together and stick to the lesson. More people that keep growing and, and understanding commerce, like what Jossie Year has done, this man, this, this this brother is 28 years old, wife and children. He's having his house built from the ground up. He had his trust in place a couple of years ago. He's had his own business set up. We'll be just fine. Brother Minister, can you tell us what about, because uh, I called on you, but I, you, you didn't answer. Can you tell us about um, Angie's list? Uh, well, Angie's List is, you know, in simple terms, it's its own asset online that leverages um, traffic or attracts traffic. Um, and because most people are incompetent or don't have the manpower or the time to create their own on their own online marketing plan, they do it. And because they're able to do it, uh, small businesses, even some large businesses, utilize their services, um, and they do pretty much all the attraction marketing and any type of marketing necessary um, to, that, that have to be online. They create themselves to be a, a authority online, and therefore um, customers respect them, and they go there outside of um, – they have been they people go to them, so that's pretty much in a nutshell what they have been able to achieve, and that's why they're making um so much money um doing what they're doing so let me ask you this when you first started with them did they did, did using them really drive uh clients and clientele to you, your business um Yes, enough to to the point where you didn't even have to think about getting business. But that's because I, you know, my company always was in the top five um, percent in Minnesota, so we did great work. So therefore, um, I never had to really worry about marketing. So um, you, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I remember discussing with you that you uh had a certain amount of budget money. I'm not I'm not asking you how much it was that's in our business, but do you think if you're starting from a ground level, maybe not Angie's list, but um you mentioned home advisors, would you you told me about that before. You think that would be a a viable supplement if you only have a little bit of money to start with? Well, they're both a good option. Um, from my understanding, Home Advisor has acquired Angie's List. Um, so, oh. yeah. So she ran into some you know, financial. Well, she's a millionaire. She she pays herself well as a a CEO, or I don't even think she's a CEO. Um, but they start to run into some issues with their investors, and uh, she was um, getting caught in a lot of lies. So from my understanding, Home Advisors has um, acquired that company. Oh, boy. Uh, so Home Advisor is, is pretty much um, into lead trafficking, pretty much. And 
Um, they they bring businesses leads, and therefore businesses pay for them. So that's the name of the game. Like, look, you, you, with any business, the only way you're going to grow and, and be more successful is people got to know you're there. So you pay somebody to market and advertise for you if you can, if you have any type of budget. Brother, do you think you could start with, if if you had a business, could you start with uh, $100 a month budget? Do you think that would help a small startup business? Oh yeah, like well if you understand if you understand if you understand the whole internet industry, um, you can get you can get qualified leads for seven cents. We know how to play the game. Well, I mean no, through I, through Angie's list. No, I'm just saying in general. Um, in general, you can, but on Angie's list, um, you just advertise on Angie's list, and by the quality work you do then uh, people will pick you out. So if you do good work and you look like a, a reputable company, then they will um, do business with you. But, you know, I've kind of, I've stepped away from Angie's list because I realized, you know, it's, 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 it's a responsibility of a business. It's, it's of government. So you've you got to have your own marketing plan. you got to understand the nature of the beast or don't deal with it. Being in a relationship. That's a good point. But you grew to that, though. Oh, yeah. I paid for that, too. Yeah. It's like like getting your heart broke after eight years. (laughs) You paid for it. (laughs) Yeah, but it got you to where you wanted to go, where you wanted to arrive. Yeah. Now you can say, hey, that's the point I'm trying to make to all of us here is, like, look, it's okay to use an attorney when you first start out, but grow to the point you don't need one. It's okay to have a marriage license, but grow to the point where you can make your own divine union. Same thing with advertising. Like the brother's saying, now he's in a point where he can actually develop his own marketing and advertising. So he doesn't need them anymore, but use them while they're there. That's my point. Or, or anything of the like. Use something to help draw um, attention to your business. Now, what should happen is we should be able to plug in a business to into the nation. Everybody drives traffic to it. That's what we should do. Now, we did just for years, but I didn't have anybody else's at the time, anybody else's business that was uh, had everything in place to go. So, you know, we gotta we got to get back on it, which we will. Should have been back on last week, but whatever. I'm just saying, the more people that know, the more you grow. Even if you have a terrible service, the more people that know, at least that's going to bring more people to try it. Now, they might say your service is awful, but you at least get more people coming in. So then you, you don't want an awful service. You want a good service. But my point is, the more people that know, the more you grow. does not matter what it is. Now, I'm familiar with search engine optimization with, with websites, driving traffic to websites, Google um, analysis and rankings, um, how to get leads off Facebook and buying pay-per-clicks and all that, right? All that stuff works. 
I haven't used it for the nation for a reason. You don't want to outgrow your own development. You don't want to drive too much traffic to you. You're not ready for the traffic. You can't handle it, and then you get a bad name. You don't want that. We need to lay the foundation first, make sure we're running smoothly, and, you know, that's what we build from there. Anything else anybody wants to say or talk about? Well, yeah, if I can um, just add a little bit more to that, you know, everything's a transmitting utility until you can do for self. So you got to leverage. Um, you can leverage time. You can leverage networks. You can leverage people. You can leverage nations um, until you're in an independent, self-governing state of mind. Um, the scriptures say, in the scriptures, it talks about enemies being a stepping stool for David. I believe it's, it's somewhere in Psalms. Uh, we have to see all these different entities as entities that's going to allow us to grow. Um, when you're when you're a baby, um, you, you gotta. It takes a village to raise a child, so we gotta use a lot of um, essential tools out here to um, capitalize. Because you know, we t- we think about the beast, but even the principles are from our forefathers. But the people who are controlling it are the leading powers right now, and those are other nations outside of who we are. That doesn't mean we can't utilize them to. Um, build ourselves. There's no possible way, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but we definitely have to step outside that state of mind that we can't utilize these options because if we can't utilize these options, um, then I can't even tell you what it would be like, but, uh, you know, just tell me a day when you go to your own grocery store. So if you're eating today, it ain't your own grocery store, it's not your resources, and guess what? You're using somebody else's resources. So we got to be really, you know, mindful of that because we can get rapid growth. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, no, um, there's no reason why us as a nation, we can't have enough negotiable instruments, tools, tools of trade, whatever you want to call it, for us to be self-sufficient and to have our own. And, and, and because if you look at the people who are actually utilizing these tools, I'm talking about they're seeing over a 1,000% profits in a year. Why not utilize these tools so we can come up out of her my people so we don't have to partake in those plays? Because they're coming. And we will suffer and because we're playing around in here. So... Um, and that's my opinion. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's all good. Um, my goal, and I think our goal, and anybody's goal, should be get ahead so you can get out. Um, and to me, that's a, a strategic move. Are you? Only thing I want to say about that, brother, is we got to be able to work together. But that's awesome. not, that's the that's the problem. Because look. For real, on the real. You lose your job. You don't have any money coming in. Your food source is running out. What the hell are you going to do? You better get over there and get you some food stamps or EBT card and get you some food in there. (laughs) 
to the brother's point, Utilize was there to help you. Now, I'm saying if you focus on being diligent, we pool our resources, which we're about to do next year, by the way. Not going to be starting next year, whole new ball game. Everything's changing for the better. But pool your resources. We can get our own food, buy our land, grow our own food. But you got to learn how to treat one another with respect and love and know how to solve conflict without hate and anger and, you know, gossip and all that other stuff. Because I don't care where you go. You go get these, go get you some food stamps, use them temporarily. The idea is to use them until you can get back to where you don't need to use them. That's why this stuff is there. That's why all of this is there. So, anyhow, we can adjourn for today. Um, we'll be back here again next week. Thank you all for being here. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.